Find God, find peace. Okay. My well, jewel just fell down. Wait. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. Welcome back to the Google Mile podcast. I have Helena, aka Girl Blogger 2008, with me today. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. Um, no, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm excited um, to be a part of your cult that you've started. I started a cult for you. You really did start a cult. <laughs> Honestly, it's that's like the American dream is starting a cult, probably. True. Um, so when did you start your Instagram account? Like, tell me about girl blogging for people who don't know what girl blogging is. All right. Um, I started the account in April, I think. Uh, it was more supposed to be like an aesthetic account, I guess. And then I also started um, other things like just just random things, I think, are funny <laughs> memes, if you say so. <laughs> Um, yeah and yeah girl blogger I see a lot now uh girls on Instagram and so calling themselves girl blogger I've seen everything from girl blogger 2004 2011 <laughs> 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 so funny, but um I think the girl blogger name was like from tumblr right for sure I think there's yeah I think there's definitely like a tumblr resurgence coming around some I think it has something to do with the pandemic or something Mm -hmm. like everyone's stuck in the house and like especially like teenagers or like around like your early 20s like you don't have an outlet to be unhinged and so everyone just scroll blogging we are all too online, honestly. Oh yeah, terminally <laughs> online for sure. I'm I'm like not even. I used to be kind of embarrassed of it. I don't even care anymore. I'm terminally online. I don't care. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm not too afraid to admit it. Yeah, I'm not embarrassed. I don't care. And yeah, I see but, it's um, it's so funny. I see people like I know in real life like reposting your memes, and I'm like, oh my god, really? I'm part of your cult too. No. Yes, it's so but funny. It's like seeped me. in to the non-terminally online people. Mm-hmm. that's crazy what that, do you think that means like, I made it oh you did 100 percent. yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of like um like why the whole like I'm God's perfect angel sweetie thing is is happening like what made you like gravitate towards that oh my god that I don't think that came from me like I um <laughs> honestly that's the funny thing I uh, see a lot of like on Instagram and Tumblr these text posts complaining about the whisper app memes going around right now where it's just like yeah I'm God's perfect angel and uh, the narcissistic ones you know and I don't even think I like sparked them I don't think I started them like I'm 
I was the one who um, made the Whisper apps kind of like, like the first to put, I don't know, Lily Rose Step in the background or anything before of that. Like you being something. like, I'm I'm a war criminal and I'm God. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, Whisper apps, I don't, uh, I can't Whisper apps, they've been a while they've been along for so long but um yeah the ones you you know what I'm talking about yeah 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 and stuff and it just became this whole thing I think so I don't think think it's it's really funny how much especially people in like their late teens and early 20s like gravitate towards that I really I think it's like um because I've, I've heard you talk about it on the other podcasts and I've like read the comments on some of your posts where like, uh, like the one with the car that was like Mrs. Retarded um, and like <laughs> people will like come for you. And I remember talking Why? to someone a few years ago where I was like, the thing that like teens, like teenagers think is like the most lame is like whatever adults are doing and all like ultra wokeness is going to do is make them like rebel against that. And what are they going to do? They're just going to be trying to try to be as edgy as possible to like shock everybody. Like this is not, I don't know. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, no, I got uh, like, I had some comments that were like, oh yeah, so me and that they liked it. And I even got DMs saying I shouldn't get the haters let me down which was so funny because um yeah this one girl I talked about she was like um yeah they say it in mean girls and clueless and anything you know it's just like um I don't know a cultural thing really it's it's really not that bad and I didn't even say the r word like yeah say it in I'm Everybody's not even American. Mean. I'm German, so how? <laughs> I just found the picture funny, and I know a lot of um, people following me listen to Red Scare, so it would be funny to them. But yeah, yeah. But like, I think that you even that like maybe there's an argument for not saying it. I don't really. Uh, I think it's like a moot point. But like the shit that you get, like you get attacked for, is so funny. Like romanticizing Lolita or like the Sylvia Plath is racist like I don't even get Mm -hmm. that like if what does Sylvia Plath being racist have to do with anything like if she's racist then she's racist that doesn't mean I can't enjoy the bell jar she's dead and I'm alive so I win (laughs) I think it all goes down back to um like that that discussion has been going on for so long that teenage girls aren't allowed to enjoy anything you know what I'm talking about uh, yeah it's yeah. just what it is and then there's thousands of artists writers whatever who have problematic um, personalities and like political views and somehow no one gets angry at those you know like if you're gonna cancel Sylvia Plath then why not cancel uh, all these others male artists as well like and I'm not I, endorsing whatever Sylvia Plath has any said about um yeah like uh racial social matters or anything but yeah. that doesn't mean I can relate to her relate to her words yeah no and it's like um I think that you can sort of find things that you see 
about artists, especially like that you relate to without relating to every single thing about them. And I think art should really live somewhere outside of like being cancelable or like even morality in a way, because I think great art is about like the like darkest parts of being a human and like being a person. And so like, if we try to like impose morality on that, then like, we're kind of like ruining art. Yeah, no, I think so true that it goes back to the whole debate about separating the art from the artist, you know, but but then I always think if you do separate the art from the artist, then like, what do you have left? So um, in what way? No, um, I mean, like, if you cancel someone Uh for saying something wrong, and then you... uh, I think I worded that wrong. But if you throw away everything of them just because you don't agree with them politically, socially, or anything, and then you won't consume their art anymore, their literature, whatever, then um, you won't be left with a lot of people. Like exactly, yeah. Like I think um, people have like a real like issue about like industry plants, like people who are completely like created by record labels in order to sell. But at the same time, everyone who has like lived a life where you like make mistakes and you maybe harbor opinions that aren't like the most good or the most correct, you guys want to cancel. So like, then you're left with nobody. You're left with people who haven't like had experiences that contribute to great art. And like, that's why everything sounds the same. Like you can't, you can't have it both ways. And I think TikTok is like the worst for it. Like the whole Lolita stuff is insane and I completely understand why like young girls are drawn to Lolita like it's a beautiful piece of art and at the same time it's it's he prefaces the whole preface of the book is about the fact that it's not a romanticization of pedophilia but Mm. I don't know young girls love beautiful things and girls love beautiful things in general um it's it's ridiculous like it's literally so stupid I hate when I see one of those um, girls online that like the whole coquette aesthetic or uh, whatever they want to call it now. I think a few years ago it was nymphette uh, yeah. or something. Get hate online. But it's like, um, it just seems so unfair to me. Like their whole life they've been conditioned to like those um traits I don't know I mean women and girls like being feminine let they be let they be feminine whatever they whether it's squat skirts and Doc Martens or anything but canceling I, them instead of like yeah. the pedophile pedophiles that's yeah. just yeah And you like, uh, and women and young girls not only like being feminine, but like you're socialized in a way that like makes you like really feel like you're like an object to be admired and like the highest form of like womanhood is when you've, you're like universally admired in a way. So of course they're going to be drawn to things where it's like an entire novel about being admired. And especially when you're young, like you don't understand how sick it is for like a 30 year old be Mm -hmm. writing about a 14 year old in that way like you just I know you like you remember it was like being 16 like you think you know everything like (laughs) I'm so (laughs) I'm such an adult (laughs) but that's like the whole thing about growing up as a girl especially like figuring out what you like and who you really are so just 
just let girls be online leave yeah. them alone let them let them be bad <laughs> yes um so what do you think about like the whole wave aesthetic like um like the resurgence of heroin chic and like ultra thin women I think TikTok also contributes to that for some reason because for a while it was like slim BBL type of bodies and I really think I, I see thin bodies coming back in style for lack of a better term mm-hmm Oh, on TikTok, I can't even comment a lot. Like, I deleted TikTok. <laughs> I deleted it too, yeah. I saw this TikTok about a girl putting her, do- putting her dog down. Ew. And just... <laughs> <laughs> and the way like, that no, people on TikTok just stuff. get on there and post, like, their L's without any shame is, like, I will never understand that. Like, I will that's, never... <laughs> that's, like, a whole other topic. No. <laughs> yeah okay no the question was was wave aesthetic right yeah like the thin bodies like thin thin bodies coming back into style um I think um like there's this theory about fashion hours being cyclic you know yeah yeah and we've gone whole decade with Kim Kardashian and curves and BBLs whatnot so it's kind of inevitable that like the way fish aesthetic is going back in style yeah which you can see now um but also then again I think like tumblr uh renaissance is always the thing people talk about but honestly okay that's my take <laughs> I see that word trending or I see it on Twitter everywhere Wave. sometimes I'm like uh did it even ever go out of style like I think I think thinness, it's in you know? I don't know if thinness ever went out of style I think like curvier bodies became like less like more societally acceptable in a way like it was yeah there was yeah they were like seen as like sexy and when mm-hmm. before, like, you know, like in early 2000s movies, like the girls would be like, oh my God, my ass looks like so fat. And this is like a pejorative. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, now that's like a compliment. But yeah, it's it's definitely coming back. Have you gotten any um, pro-Anna allegations? Pro-Anna allegations? No, no, I haven't. Oh, lucky you. Like, I feel like... <laughs> although you can get them for anything, like I've posted on uh tumblr no twitter like um, me just with a nice cold brew i just got and a parliament and then it was like uh only we tweeted on these pro anorexia sites that just made me really uncomfortable yeah no i feel that yeah. that happened to me in that like ballet picture everyone was posting like it was like first of all like I want to be representation I guess I have to be representation for young black women with anorexia (laughs) Um, um but yeah no it's like it's not like even that bad it's just like so weird because like I remember like looking at those blogs when I was younger and I don't want to I don't want to be a bad influence but I'm just living my life it's like the weird part like I feel like yeah like on TikTok like when girls just like post pictures and like your body checking like someone being thinner publicly is not body checking I'm so sorry that pisses me off so much like someone could just be standing in front of the camera and showing their cute little outfit they just got 
and then the whole crowd's <laughs> with you are body checking oh i'm not going to eat dinner tonight anyway like shut yeah, the fuck sh- up shut the fuck up first of all like that's not my problem respectfully like it's really not get off the internet yeah. if like you can't if you can't handle it it's not it's it's no, exactly. really insane and it's so funny because especially on tiktok i'm talking so much about tiktok i haven't been on it in forever like all of my reference points for tiktok come from like reposts on twitter no, it's okay. or instagram but like i see that um like they'll really praise plus size women who are like really comfortable with themselves and like um you know like tell them how good they look but like when a skinny girl does it they'll use like you look plus size or you look fat is like a an insult when like mm-hmm. so if what which one is it i don't get it it's so weird no like it's so um, weird like I think on Twitter I've posted uh, memes or maybe not memes about being fat phobic. So okay, this is going to be my statement. I um this, I her, this is this is Girl Bloggers 2008's official statement about fat phobia and being pro Anna. <laughs> Go ahead, everybody, <laughs> listen up. Okay, <laughs> I don't hate fat people. Um, I think like there's definitely like social and even racial aspects to consider or attribute to that i just hate these um middle-aged women or women in general who's who made their whole brand like being obviously fat and accepting it and and encouraging others to do to do the same and like it's okay i mean it's it's not okay it's it's here's here's my thing on two points like I have both family members and close friends who are plus size and I think they're beautiful and on top of that they're Mm -hmm. better like they're better than me in every other way like better more creative like funnier like better friends and all of these things like the only thing that I have them on is like being healthier like me thinking that I'm healthier for like reasons of like the way that I prioritize my health does not mean I think I'm better in every way and on top of that like it's just that you can like tell people that they should feel comfortable in their bodies without like saying that putting any sort of like thought into your health and the way that you look and the way that you feel is like non-important and it's only women as well like you never it's like very rare that you see men like trying to start a movement for like positivity like they they might not like the way that they look but like it's not like they don't know that it's like unhealthy Mm. isn't it harder for male people to get fat either because of like muscle distribution I I don't know I don't know yeah like muscle mass or something I have no idea I do know that like the number one cause of gaining weight uh for women in my humble opinion is getting into a relationship and thinking that you can eat like your boyfriend you cannot you cannot (laughs) um (laughs) he is he has like 11 inches on you and his body is completely different so Mm. yeah and like that's the thing and some people like honestly do look better with more weight on them like genuinely but it's just like not saying that completely disregarding what you put in your body is like healthy it's just not yeah that's okay it sounds sounds so corny but honestly that's like just the most important thing to be healthy right like some people um, and I 
look a bit better with more flesh on their bones and some don't. And for some people, it is quite difficult to put off weight, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like there's definitely conditions that cause you to like, um, like hold more weight and like birth control and things like that can affect it. But like, and that's why like, I don't, like, I don't care enough about anyone. Like, I'm too much of a narcissist to care about other people enough to be fat phobic. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, I'm not body checking or, like, pro-Anna or any of those things because, like, I just, I can't care enough about, like, what someone else looks like respectfully. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, too, I'm so sorry about that. Um, but I do want everyone <laughs> to live their best lives. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um. I speaking of pro Anna, that's one of the many allegations that our patron Saint Lana Del Rey gets all the time, along with the Lolita stuff. What's your take on Lana? Really? Per, yeah, really like she has a know. she has like an unreleased song. I think it's called Boarding School, where she oh, says like I'm part of pro. Yeah, she says I'm part of pro Anna Nation. Um, but Lana is the patron saint of the girls, I think, and for sure. Um, she has a new album out and I'm really interested to hear your take because like this might be a little bit nationalist but I've always felt like Lana's music is like it really resonates with American women so I'm really like interested to hear what your take on Lana is like as a German girl like how long you've been listening what's your we're so international (laughs) having a podcast No, I've been a Lana fan since forever, so I might as well, like, be regarded as one of those American stands. Yeah, you're, you're, a, you're an American. We can get married and I'll give you a, I'll get you a green card to your honorary American. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun fact, do you know, do you want to know fun facts? Yeah, of course. My 12th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> My 12th birthday I had my uh, then boyfriend invited and mm-hmm. gave me the born to die city <laughs> wait really yeah I know wait, I bet that's so cute I love him listen to it <laughs> yeah, I haven't oh. spoke to him in eight years or something wait what okay. a king he really knew you right <laughs> I don't know maybe he just got advice from his mom or something um but yeah that was my first cd on to die and now to blue banisters um have i read have i listened to all the songs i like dealer but i think everyone says dealer i like um the black bathing suit one Black bathing suit's so good and it's underrated and it actually makes me feel so bad because before that album came out everyone was like really coming for Lana for gaining weight during quarantine. You leave her alone. She's Lana the way you can't touch her. Literally and she's literally so hot still like she's she just has like a some people just have it and Lana does. Exactly like it's not a physical thing it's just a see she's Lana that way she's Lana the fucking way yeah she can do whatever she wants and then um yeah blue banisters obviously I like and I think we all know what the best lyrics are on the whole album (laughs) fuck you Kevin (laughs) (laughs) 
Fuck you, Kevin. Oh yeah. my God. Um, I think beautiful is underrated. I love Lana with just like an acoustic going behind her. Um, and honestly, Lana is for the girls. Like, do you know who Anthony Fantano is? She is. Who? Anthony Fantano. He's like a music, like YouTuber who like reviews albums. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, he reviewed Lana's album. I didn't even watch it because I don't care what that bald fuck has to say about the album. <laughs> but he apparently gave it a really low score. And like, even before that, like, I feel like I would get into arguments with men, especially about Lana. And they just- No, fuck you. Yeah, like they just don't get Lana. They don't get the lyrics. They don't get that she's like one of the greatest poets of the 21st century. And here's why. Yeah. Because you've never ran from the cops in a black bikini top screaming, get us while we're hot. I have. Oh my but God, you have, have you? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh my God, Lana. When I was like, I was a wild teenager. Like I was, I was wild. And Lana guided me through that. And she told me it was going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me now. I made it. You made it yeah um but so is it like do you do a lot of like German girls like Lana like in the same way that American girls do must be such an ignorant question (laughs) um like I live in a pretty big city I would think that most of the girls who like that's not 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 even true like I know one girl from uni Mm -hmm. who's a real Lana stan but oh my sister of course but my sister doesn't count because I force her into everything <laughs> <laughs> I uh, try to get my sister no. Lana she just didn't okay, get it okay and, and another girl I like she's really into Lana but it's not like we have it's not like we have a cult yeah it's not like the girl blogger fans but Lana like she did no promo for the album because she doesn't need to because it's Lana fucking Del Rey and you didn't hear about, like, yeah. people calling her a racist? About what again? So during quarantine, she, like, wrote, like, a little typewriter letter. She's so cute. Oh, <laughs> she yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. And she, like, called out all of these, like, female artists. And she was like, there needs to be, like, a space for soft women like me. And honestly, like, I really do think that Lana is just, like, just like an artist and when people try to get Mm -hmm. her to like make statements about things like I don't think she knows how like I genuinely think she's just like kind of awkward in anything but music yeah and people were saying that she's racist she's so awkward sometimes that it's not even awkward anymore like Lana is not she's not a person she's like this entity you know what I mean she's an idea yeah yeah (laughs) And I like that about her because what other modern celebrities are there like that? Yeah, like um, she like actually like she comes from like old money, I think. But she mm-hmm. like like disconnected from her family, I think, like in her early yeah. 20s and like went to go live in a trailer park. Um, yeah. And like there's a I don't know like that's the kind of people that you want making music people who have like lived in actual life about the things that they sing about not like fucking I don't know like Billie Eilish or something like no he did Billie Eilish like it's not like she's a terrible artist but she's like yeah. a complete fabrication like they built her entire personality to market her or like Olivia Rodrigo oh my god dude I 
I mean, I wish her all the best. This is no hate or anything, but like she's, she's so cute, so so cute and industry plan, and it's just Shit. it just lacks something spiritually. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah, like you can tell that like Lana puts her like soul in her music and like her writing, mm-hmm. and you can hear it, and it's so specific but like universal to experiences within girlhood and you just if you get it you get it and if you don't you don't if you get the vibe you get it exactly (laughs) and some people just don't get the vibe and that's okay but just say that (laughs) yeah but then fuck them them. (laughs) um I think there's also like we talked about like um being unapologetically feminine I think Lana playing into like more of the tropes of like femininity that like a Mm -hmm. lot of people think are not feminist enough like yeah you know like wanting to be submissive or like wanting a sort of toxic relationship because it like feels good sometimes um I don't think people like that but I think there's also like a rise in in women being more open about that what do you think I mean that's this whole like uh, um god i hate this word neoliberal feminism that's like women should take the lead and everything but that's why i like lana she's uh i don't know she started and then she's always been her say herself um same you know yeah and she's like um yeah that's just what she likes and honestly there's nothing wrong with like um wanting to be at least a little bit dependent on a man right I don't think there is I don't think there is at all I think um especially if like that's what you feel like if you feel really connected to being a woman and womanhood and like those aspects of it I don't see anything wrong with that like people like to call it choice feminism because like it's like the idea that like everything a woman does like um, Emily Emrata gets accused of this a lot like because what uh, like choice feminism um oh, emrata okay. yeah emrata gets accused of it a lot because she like likes to have her tits out and she says like it's like a feminist choice because she's choosing to do it but like um, people in like you know academic settings will say it's like choice feminism and it like says that anything a woman does is like automatically feminist even if it hurts women in the long run but like if that's not what we're like working towards and like what are we working towards is are we not working towards the idea that like (laughs) that like anything that you do is like okay as a woman like no matter what path that you choose like I feel so comfortable being coddled that's like my top five favorite hobbies (laughs) no like what what does choice feminism even mean because it's uh just as clearly can mean letting women make the wrong choice for themselves so is that even feminist like obviously i'm all for um people having freedom to do whatever they want but we should also guide them especially um older people to young girls to do them like to do the right decision yeah decision, and like you know and I think they like um people need models of different kinds of womanhood mm-hmm. or like if there's only one type that's acceptable then like how is that okay either yeah do you like feel pressure to like act a certain way because you have like a sort of young audience 
Um, I remember in the past podcast, I said, so uh, with Mapi it was, I said that, no, I was just doing it for myself. And everything that like that's not true actually. <laughs> like I think everyone who is on Instagram like expects a certain audience, you know. And right. like you it's at least a bit performative, obviously. Yeah. But, um yeah, just uh I'm just posting my stupid little things and if you want to follow then follow and if you don't then don't but I'm not a role model like I'm not (laughs) raise your own kids if I wanted to raise a kid I would have one (laughs) if you take an Instagram girl as a role model then good luck Charlie (laughs) Good, good, good luck Charlie I mean the thing is like I think we're so past like role models especially because like people get bored of that one and two like if someone wants to seek out things that are like detrimental they will like girls like sending me like curious cat messages on like or advice about like how to like skirt their parents rules and stuff Mm -hmm. like if you want to figure it out you will like if you want to do something bad you will like I did it you can do it too I believe in you (laughs) (laughs) exactly and like not that I consider myself an it girl or role model or anything like 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 I swear but uh, I just want to say I, I really miss the um I wasn't even alive in the 90s but <laughs> I miss those days when it's just like these really mysterious it girls you know who you know nothing about except from like interview excerpts or pictures um you see in magazine and now it's just also commodified and the Kardashians they have all their apps and you know everything about them like it's just so boring it's just it just takes the whole mystery away right I think that we've commodified literally everything and it's taken like the sensuality out of just about everything like out of relationships like out of sex out of the internet like like think like the root of anything interesting is like a little bit of mystery and I think that yeah yeah like it's something that I do try to hold on to because like it's it's like the only interesting thing like once you know everything about something like you naturally get bored yeah exactly it's what I'm trying it's what I'm trying to do with Twitter actually like I uh, went through my Twitter actually and was like Oh my God, why have I ever said that? <laughs> why did I even say that? I deleted my old Twitter, like, and just started really? over. Yeah, I just oh. started over with, like, the one I have right now because I don't, like, it's, you change so much, like, from what? Like, I started my Twitter in 2011, so I would have been, like, 11 or 12, and I had tweets from then until, like, I was, like, 21. And I was, like, I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck I was on. I'm just going to start over. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's – I think it makes – in, like, a really connected society, I think it makes people more comfortable to have, like, rules about everything and try to legislate everything, including, like, you know – what's okay to listen to what's okay to say what's okay to post but like you're just making everything so boring and like sanitized it's not sexy it is a fine line like uh i'm not gonna lie it's fun to 
vent on Twitter, you know, like yeah. you're, you're having a bad day and you just go into Twitter and saying, oh my God, I hate everything. I hate the state I just went on. But then I like, um, oh my God, that's really not, that's just between me and God. Me and God. There's yes. something then you share you can you can share online, but like I think dating, uh, mental disorders, drug yeah. abuse, keep it to your, that's keep between it to you yourself. and God. Honestly. That's so between you and God. That is like yeah. such a that's such a good motto for life. Like before you post anything, I think you should think: Should I keep this between me and God? And like. I don't know. I think we move so fast. Like you think people think like someone will forget, but I want you to know personally, I remember, I remember the meltdown that you had on the internet, make a private account, tweet into the void, yeah. write your diary. You don't need it. Mm. You go private for a little bit, shoot off some tweets and then delete them. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I'm following this girl right now who actually had her Twitter um, deactivated and made a new one private mm. because she was doxxed like yeah imagine oh wait like, really yeah they someone sent all of her information to her parents god <gasps> knows how sorry god knows how but that would be my nightmare what the <laughs> fuck fucking freaks yeah. why i actually um deleted my curious cat account today because that's just not something I want to deal with anymore (laughs) I don't like sorry I said I don't do like the like just ask me questions kind of thing because I just like don't have the mental bandwidth to like for some of the questions I see people get I only do it to like get questions for the episode but Curious Cat is Mm -hmm. like even worse like people are Mm -hmm. already like bad on Twitter where you're like semi-anonymous being completely anonymous on Curious Cat just like fries people's fucking brains and they turn into sick freaks exactly like i kept it for how long uh because like 50 percent of people are actually nice and they like uh give me or they want fashion advice or give me compliments or of course (laughs) i like those but yeah the other half is just it's just creepy like it's honestly creepy because they have information that I don't even remember putting out on the internet so sometimes I wonder if they even know me in real life it's weird um or like calling me ugly and fat is like the most common one (laughs) people love to throw that out I actually haven't gotten any fat ones thank you thank you so much because you would be lying so (laughs) don't don't try it they um, lying to me too. They're lying. They're lying. No, they they're lying to both of us. The right? <laughs> they're liars. Um, and they're jealous, and that's fine. But I I feel like I get the most weird DMs on Instagram. Like, not even Twitter, not even Curious Cat. I get the weirdest ones on Twitter. Like, I was just looking at my Twitter DMs, like my message requests today, and I saw one that was so fucking weird. Like, it was some guy who was just like DMing me incessantly. And like, once I wouldn't respond, he goes, good luck with your trust issues. I'm like, you don't even, I'm just a girl in your phone. What do you mean? Why are you so angry? Freaks. Such freaks. And like, I don't know. It's kind of funny. It's kind of silly. I think you do have to have like a thick skin if you want to like 
I don't know, be like, you know, you're kind of doing it to yourself when you are putting yourself out for like public consumption and you're not just like yeah. a normal person posting. So like, I try not to get too upset about it, but I do like worry for people's sanity sometimes. No, that's so true. No, I think I would say I have thick skin. Like I don't get anything to me that's like, you're stupid, you're ugly, you're fat. I know I'm not fat. The only thing that would get to me is like, I have a big nose. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> big noses are cute. I like big noses. I really do. I think they're so cute. And it means I have a big dick. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's right? it's two birds, one stone. And but, honestly, um, like to to bring yourself to the level of like sending like that level of like vitriol to another person, like that person has to be like very like not in a good place. Like the other day I posted that like like a tweet that was like Lana Del Rey and like about David Foster Wallace like couldn't have written Lana Del Rey song or something and like some girl mm-hmm. like quote tweeted it and was like literally any fucking idiot could have written infinite jest and someone like commented like I didn't even respond I don't even respond to I don't don't message I don't like respond to freaks it just encourages them but um yeah, but she, yeah. somebody responded to her and was like this is like clearly a joke like you, you like need to get outside or something and she was like well look I have like social anxiety and I hate people so yeah I don't get out much and I'm like if you like people don't clearly don't like you for a reason because you get on the internet and you're mean to sweet girls like me for no reason (laughs) it's your fault they do have issues like I can't even handle any hate for them because like how shitty must their home life be to (laughs) go on the internet and send strange things to strange (laughs) people so yeah they're bored and that's okay like it's funny it's sometimes it's like legit it's like comedy and so like thank you thank you for giving me something to do on a Friday night but other times I'm just I'm so I'm so confused because I've never ever I can say with my whole heart sent someone like some heinous shit anonymously Mm -hmm. who has the time yeah and honestly I admit sometimes it's fun that well what makes it so hard to delete curious cat the app actually because even if it's a hate message you know I'm like excited to click on it and see oh my god think of me even if it's hate but it's uh, like yeah yeah it's like um I was like complaining about like girls posting that ballet picture of me and like speculating about my BMI so and like I was talking- iconic Thank well, you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but like girls will post it and be like, I wonder what her BMI is. And like, is it like 20? It's not. Thank you very much. Um, but they'll like they'll, they'll, they'll comment under it. And I was like complaining about it to someone. They're like, just like don't look at it. Like, why do you care? And I'm like, everyone in the world wants to know what people would say about them when they're not in the room. Like, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. give that up for the world. Like, that's like that's like primo masochism. I'm going to bookmark that, let people, let the comments roll in. I'm going to come back to it later. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like, like being in the bathroom stall and like getting to listen to what people would say about you and they feel like you're not a real person. Yeah, no, I relate to that. I have um, posted this bikini pic when I was in Greece and then my whole Curious Cat inbox was like, what are your messages? What is your BMI? What's your height? What's your weight? And like, it's just, uh, 
yeah, see, I don't even know why I posted it. I guess deep down, I am an attention whore. I admit. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel so sad because, like, um, I was at that point once, like, so obsessive over numbers, and then I didn't uh, reply to anything uh, like that, but um, it's just the number, babies. I don't think that you're an intention or I think women need attention and I think the sooner that we just all accept that as a society then we can move forward I don't think it's wrong for you to like want attention what's wrong with that everybody wants attention I think it's it's like getting healthy attention is the issue but I don't think you're like an attention whore for like posting a like a scandy picture on the internet like who cares Whatever. Yeah, and my followers are just uh, like 90% girls, so feel safe posting, you know. Yeah. And then there's like the one occasional, uh, I don't know, horny man, porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just ignore it. But that's like the internet, right? The internet is just for girls. And gay internet the the internet is for girls like instagram especially should be a spectator sport for men men should not post on instagram they should just scroll and like things i don't (laughs) the best kind of man is a man who hasn't posted in three years and the the picture is him and four of his best friends standing exactly a foot apart not touching (laughs) posted three years ago (laughs) um yeah i don't understand like social media is like a like the a women's woman's domain like the kitchen mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. yeah so um, it's time we have a voice as hard right that's why i like uh, podcasts so much girls have been oppressed for so long and now we have podcasts and twitter <laughs> yeah exactly they held they try to hold us down for so long and now they can't silence us because we have microphones and iphones so they'll never they'll never hold us down any anymore we're defeating the patriarchy oh my god wait so I remember that someone came for you like when we very first followed you when I very first followed you on twitter and someone came for you for for something and I was like like please seek god because he's the only one that cares about every feeling (laughs) in every feeling that you have I, I meant that as what? well because it was oh, so okay. ridiculous do you remember that I don't remember I have the worst short time I think someone called you racist for for liking red scare or something and I was like you gotta relax someone called you racist for liking red scare on curious cat or something Oh, well, I'm curious, can they say anything? I don't even take it seriously. <laughs> it's literally like, ridiculous. Um, oh, I think it was about, like, I said, a, I said, a, like, Red Scare, and Red Scare is known for, like, being really non-PC and saying slurs here and there, but, like... They don't even say slurs. They joke about slurs. They just, I don't, I don't even think, like, it's not it's really not that deep and it's really never that bad ever they don't even say slurs like in a hateful way they say faggot when they are talking to a literal gay dude that likes it you know (laughs) (laughs) wait i i honestly think that like you are allowed to 
like adjust your language within company. So like if I'm with my friend and I tell her that she can say the N-word around me, then she can say it. And so if if their friend says they can, who are you to say that they can't? Oh, the N-word, I'm actually too, I don't think I'm ever going to say it. It's no, so. But uh, <laughs> wait, what are the other slurs? Um, retarded. I've they say retarded. With faggot or retarded. That's right. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm. Yeah, my joke is always that I'm allowed to say retarded because I isn't blamed. <laughs> I only don't say it because I have uh like a like a really close friend who's like brother has special needs and she really doesn't like it and that's the only reason I don't not because like other people think it's like so offensive I just don't say it like because I love her and so I care about her but otherwise like I I could care less yeah you you saw that post I uh shared on Instagram with the car that says like miss retarded you know yeah 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 people got so upset but I'm like how can you not how can you not laugh about it? It's literally a car and and it says in cursive mystery. <laughs> I think I think the gauge of whether or not you find something offensive is like whether or not it's funny. Like if it's funny, then it's okay. If it's not funny and it's offensive, then you can be offended. <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> they put that on the side of their car. That's so that's like like objectively hilarious. I'm so I'm sorry that you don't have a sense of humor. Um, no, like, no, I'm serious. I would never like. Uh, I don't know anyone uh, who has like, um, you know, a disease like 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 that. I would never call them retarded or anything. Like Jesus Christ, but it's just, um, yeah. For now, it's just the word. I even had a guy DM me about like. Um, her being sorry about all the haters I get <laughs> that she thinks it's okay and like uh and clueless they say it and and mean girls they say it and then I was like as a joke like yeah I'm just saying it in a way to k way <laughs> yeah I'm saying it in like an ironic um like you know, postmodern way. Like this is performance art. Everything I say is post-modern, performance art. Postmodern, that's the word. Exactly. Like this is Dadaism. You wouldn't get it. And if you don't, that's okay. But don't don't blame that on me. Yeah. Um, and I like posting those things because then um, like the number one comment I always get is, oh my God, I'm going to unfollow. And then say, like, Bye. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it reminds me of those people who like um are rude to service workers and they're like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm never gonna shop here again. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry. Like, I don't like saying you're gonna follow is like the worst threat ever. Like, I wouldn't have noticed if you didn't say anything. I'm not gonna notice now. Bye. It's like it's it's like the internet. It's not real. Like cyberbullying isn't real. Close your eyes. Walk away from the screen. The internet is not real. That's the whole point. Why don't why don't people get it? Yeah, like I like I heard some someone told me the other day that like I was like making I was talking about how like within the privacy of my own home around friends things that are said 
sometimes are things I wouldn't say on the internet. And I was like talking to my friend about this and they were like, I think you could get away with saying that. And I was like thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I probably could, but it's mostly because like I have a life that does not revolve around this internet shit. Like I can't describe how much my friends do not give a fuck about this internet shit. Like if I got canceled on the internet, it'd really have like no real impact on my real life because like, I don't know, like I have a real life and real people in my life who are not like, you know, like they don't care about what people on the internet are saying. (laughs) You should do that. You'll you'll be happier. (laughs) Yeah, most of my friends in real life, uh, they aren't even on the internet that much so yeah they don't care it's not real life please find peace find joy um I don't know (laughs) find god find god find peace okay my jewel just fell down (laughs) I got it (laughs) oh my god I'm gonna make that the intro of the episode (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. Thank you so much, Elena, for coming on. I've had so much fun. You need to come back. Thank you. I had fun. Yeah. I will be back next week if the new okay. cycle and the good Lord allows it. Um, and I will let 43 place out. That's my little outro. <laughs> okay, uh, bye. Say, oh, Helena, um, tell them where to follow you. <laughs> my Insta page is godblogger2008 follow follow it join the cult she's just like a prettier charles charles manson and follow me at cowgirl Corey. helena is the y2k and way thinner and more beautiful charles manson so no (laughs) oh it's the queen of pinterest day marrow pigs follow her (laughs) thank you okay bye bye have a good day See a church. Hey,